Are you part of a church leadership team committed to the mission of disciple-making, but ready to learn more about the method? Then join us at Discipleship.org's National Disciple-Making Forum, October 5th through 6th in Nashville. Navigators Church Ministries has set aside the evening of October 5th for our discipleship dinner and dialogue. We're looking for one church to join us for a personalized coaching session over dinner. To enter, all you have to do is visit navigatorschurchministries.org and tell us about your church. The winner will be announced on Friday, September 30th. But no matter what, we'll see you all in Nashville. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where we're applying Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. This episode and all of our episodes are powered by Navigators Church Ministries, which focuses on helping churches make disciples who can make disciples. For more information, check out navigatorschurchministries.org. Justin, tell everybody who this episode is perfect for today. Yeah, so today we're talking about the difference between mentoring and disciple making. So this episode is perfect for somebody who's looking for more clarity around disciple making, but specifically the leader or the person who's just not quite clear on the difference between mentoring and disciple making. Because a lot of people, uh, both in church world and out of church world, use these two terms interchangeably. And our contention today is that they are not the same. Ooh, I'm excited to jump into this. I think one of the things that often happens, and we've talked about this before on this podcast, is that common language creates common movement. And so identifying why this is so important is going to be huge for the disciple makers who maybe sometimes think that they're actually doing mentoring or mentoring who really should be doing disciple making. So I have in my notes here that you have a fishing story for us. Yeah, so what, I'm a little perplexed by this, yeah, so, and it, it better be true. That's all I'm saying. What better way to talk about mentoring and disciple-making than to talk about fishing? So I went fishing uh, about a couple weeks ago with my dad and my kids, and it was starting to rain in the afternoon. We were kind of huddled under the, the covering of the, the boat, and we had some hooks baited already, so we just moved to the place, and for whatever reason, I was like, all right, I'm just going to catch a fish here real fast. So I picked up a pole, threw it in the water, threw the hook in, and right as soon as it hit, something bit, pulled this thing in, about a five-pound catfish, and everyone was amazed that I had just done that because it was like, all right, I'm just going to do this. So um, that's my fun fishing story. It's fun for me. I don't know if it's fun for anybody else, but we're going to be talking about fishing today. And here's why, Tony, because we have two ancient philosophers, one being Jesus, that taught about fishing and talked about it. So the first one is a guy named Lao Tzu, who I think was from China. I forgot to look up that detail. But we've all heard this saying. He's the one that said first, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach him how to fish and he'll eat forever. Okay, so that was Lao Tzu and his his framework there is that if you really want to help somebody, don't just teach them, don't just give them a fish. That's not really helping them. That's only helping them in the short term. What you want to do is to teach him how to fish and he'll eat for the rest of his life. Now, Jesus also taught about fishing. And we know this verse, right? Matthew 4, 19. We've talked about it in our podcast before. Jesus said, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So both are teaching about fishing, both are helping others to fish. Both are seeking to help another grow, right? So there's similarities here. Tony, what other similarities um, do you see in these two uh, teachings? 
Yeah, well, one of the things that's really obvious to see between both of these guys is that they're they're very small relational contexts. Um, the person who's doing the pouring into, or, or maybe the the disciple maker or the men, mentor, that person's going to be older. It's going to be more experienced. Basically, what you're saying is both of these individuals have something to give someone else, yep. right? And and that's true in mentoring, just like it's true in disciple making. We're not acknowledging, uh, you know, we're not uh, not acknowledging, I should say, that both of these things have similar parts. Um, at first glance, it's easy to think that mentoring and disciple making look a lot alike. But the reality is there's a lot of differences there too, aren't there? Yes, absolutely. And we are definitely not saying that mentoring is bad, right? There's a lot of value in mentoring. Our whole goal in this episode is to clarify the difference between the two. And we have, uh, there's at least four ways that we're going to share with you that we believe that mentoring is different from disciple making. Okay, so that first way that we're going to share with you is Disciple making is holistic, is intended to be holistic, all of life, while mentoring is limited to a slice of life or a skill, right? Most of the time, mentoring contexts are within the workplace even, or within a particular uh, skill or um, something that you are seeking to, to grow in or learn, but it's not holistic in the sense of uh, all of life, the way that Jesus did disciple making and talked about disciple making. Yeah, and the second thing is that the disciple maker is the model that um, from 1 Corinthians 11, 1, right? And what can't, it can't be what you used to do or what you once learned. It has to be something that you're continually doing. You don't get to take a break or stop. It's like when somebody says they retire from ministry, yeah. that's not actually true, right? If you're called to it, you do it for a lifetime. So once you're a, a disciple maker, you're called to be a disciple maker for life, and you have to continually be doing it, growing. Uh, you know, in, in the Wesleyan world, we call this the process of sanctification, of becoming more like Christ. You're on a continual kind of infinite path to follow Jesus wherever Jesus is going to take us forever. And that's the model of disciple making. Yeah. And conversely, mentoring isn't like that, is it? Because in mentoring, I can mentor somebody um, in the workplace, for instance, maybe I, I did a job for 20 years and now I'm on to a different one. I could mentor them in how to do that job. And that would not be uncommon at all. But 1 Corinthians 11, 1, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ, means that we have to show what we're talking about. We can't just talk about it. We have to be doing it currently, not just having done it in the past. All right, let's take a look at the third one. The third one's really interesting. Disciple makers play offense and defense. And if you're a longtime subscriber, you know that we've talked about offense and defense and disciple making. Now, what does that mean uh, practically and succinctly? It means that disciple making is a relationship where we take what the, the person is giving us and we give what God is giving us. So we play offense, intentionally planning, and then we're also playing defense, relationally responding. In the mentor-mentee relationship, classically, what we understand is that the mentees, right, the mentees are subject to the agenda of the mentor. So when I'm mentoring someone, which I've done, and I've mentored someone in the areas of podcasting and schedule setting, I'm just there to give them a message. What they do with the message, what they decide how to handle the message, well, that's up to them, but I'm only giving them this one message. 
Whereas when I'm discipling someone, we're doing life together, right? And it goes back to that holistic thing that we mentioned in point one. But it's it's offense and defense. It's holistic. It's complete. Yeah, I love that. Because, yeah, and, and the mentor-mentee, it's the mentor. Um, well, really, the mentee, right, is the one setting the agenda. They're normally like, hey, would you help me with this thing? And then the mentor is like, okay, yeah, I'll help you with that thing. And and then once that's done, then the mentee is decide, oh, do I need more? Do I not need more? And when the mentee is like, hey, great, that was a lot of help. I appreciate it. I'll see you later. Then the mentee drives that, right? Would you agree with that, Tony? Is that what you're seeing as well? Uh, so it's it's interesting. As I heard you say that, I was like, well, it's it's kind of a both hand, right? The mentee's driving the agenda. Uh, in terms of what they want a problem solved and they believe that the mentor has the best solution, yep. but they may not know what the solution is. And the mentor probably has like a set answer for them, right? Like, so it's, it's absolutely, you know, that the relationship kind of engaged by the mentee, the, the why is usually by the mentee, how we're going to get to the why is set by the mentor. But again, it's very, you know, kind of a transactional is probably a really good way to say yeah. that the mentor mentee relationship is more transactional versus relational. And I've had some really good mentors um, that I could call about a particular area of my life, but that's different than a disciple maker because, well, the, the goals are different. Right. Yeah. Well said. Okay. So we're, we're on to the fourth one. And for me, this is the most significant one. So the first three, again, disciple making is holistic while mentoring is a limited to kind of a life skill. Uh, the second one we talked about, disciple making, uh, you have to be the model. You have to be currently doing it and mentoring that's not actually always true. That doesn't need to be true. And then the third one we just talked about, disciple makers have to play both offense and defense. They have to see what's happening in the person's life, even if that other person doesn't see it and help them with that. So the fourth one, disciple making is generational. So the goal of disciple making isn't just helping the person that you're discipling. The goal is multiplication. So the goal is that they would go and help somebody and disciple them. In mentoring, we don't classically have that as part of the requirements of success. When you look at a successful mentoring relationship, it ends with the mentee. If the mentee has learned and grown in the ways that uh, the two of them decided or talked about they needed help in, then they deem that as success. But in disciple making, if only the person that you're discipling grows and they don't move it forward to the next person, then you haven't done what Jesus did. And that's not the big, uh, that's not uh, the way that Jesus set it up, right? Yeah, I, I think all of this kind of, um, all, all of these four points really sets up uh, kind of what the, the big foundation in the difference between disciple making and mentoring. You know, mentoring is about helping someone reach their goals. Disciple making is about helping reach Jesus's goals for them. Mm, yeah. And so in this, in this idea, you give up when you're discipling someone. I, I'm not teaching them to be like me, right? I'm, I'm doing exactly what Paul said in 1 Corinthians. I'm teaching them to follow Jesus, right? And my hope and prayer for every person that I disciple is that they follow Jesus better than I do. Yep. Yep. And and that builds the kingdom of God. And and I think, you know, as leaders, if we can if we can just talk to leaders for a minute that the importance of the distinction 
is a, a pay now or pay later kind of idea. Justin, can you kind of elaborate on what we mean when we say that? Yep. So there are church leaders all over that are choosing to talk about mentoring and using that language instead of disciple making. And the way I view that is, is you are choosing to pay later um, instead of paying up front. But the problem is a lot of people never pay later because they're never at a place where they feel like they can uh, really make it clear, right? But if we're talking about mentoring, and I get why leaders do this, they do it because it's familiar. Uh, they don't have to unpack it as much. And those that they're trying to reach with this um, vision of getting people to invest in other people, they use a familiar concept and they say, okay, well, maybe you could do mentoring. That's what, let's just mentor. And the problem comes when people are mentoring and yet you're not seeing reproduction. You're not seeing generations emerge because people are mentoring. They're helping somebody else. But if we go back to Lao Tzu and Jesus, I, I think about it like this. Lao Tzu is saying a hand up is better than a handout. Teaching them to fish is better than giving them a fish. But Jesus is saying something very different to the disciples. Jesus is looking at the disciples and he's asking them to change their very purpose and direction in their life. He is bringing that to them. In mentoring, that's not how things occur. In mentoring, it is, well, you help me with this, right? And so for leaders, what I've seen over and over again Leaders use the concept of mentoring. They get people in the front door. As those people get in the front door, they don't reproduce the way that we'd hope. And then the leaders are like, well, wait, I don't know why they're not passing this on. We're telling them to do it. Um, and even if they are passing it on, they're missing the vision of changing their very purpose of what they're about. They're just helping people, which is, again, I'm not anti-mentoring. It's a good thing to do, but it's very different than what Jesus did. Yeah, let me give you an example from my days at uh, Ginghamsburg. And I was at a very large church and I oversaw 120 small groups. So at one season, we had a couple thousand people at the church. There were 120 life groups there. So we called them life groups, small groups, whatever you want to call them. And what one of the things that we would always talk about is teaching someone, mentoring someone to be the next small group leader. And on, on the basis, right, on the very kind of surface level of this, that made a lot of sense. Hey, let me teach you how to lead a small group. Let me mentor you on how to lead a small group. And we would do this and we do this, we do this. And then we talk about it for a long season and then we go up to someone and say, okay, it's time for you to lead. And they say, well, I'm not qualified to lead. Hmm. And, and here's the nuance leaders and, and friends. The nuance is, is they weren't qualified to leave lead because the group was focused on following Jesus and we didn't teach them how to do that. Hmm. Right? So if you're just teaching someone a task, they're never going to feel qualified to disciple someone. But if you make someone a disciple, they'll be more than qualified to do the task. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's such a great example, a real world example of the difference that language can make and the difference that these two things can make in your ministry, uh, whether you sit in a church as a pastor, a leader in the church whether you're an everyday person that's out in the workplace making disciples of those around you, right? Those four things, right? Disciple making must be holistic. 
The disciple maker must be the model. Disciple makers play offense and defense, not just one of those. And disciple making is generational. So those are four ways that disciple making is distinct from mentoring. They are certainly not the same. And Jesus was teaching something really different than Lao Tzu when he was teaching about fishing. And so for those of you listening, I hope this is helpful, right, in terms of developing that clarity around the difference, because one of our big goals this season is helping develop further clarity around disciple making. So friends, that takes us to about the end of our time today. Uh, I want to give you our takeaway and action step. Before I do, uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Reminder, these episodes are coming out every other week. And so maybe on the off week, you go back and listen to season two of the podcast to get caught up if you haven't listened yet or go all the way back to season one and see how much we've grown in podcasting (laughs) Uh, because it's been a journey for us. So here's your takeaway. Mentoring and disciple making are not the same. Mentoring is about helping someone reach their goals. Disciple making is about helping reach Jesus's goals for them. And your action step, consider your language because it will impact your culture. Consider your language because it will impact your culture. We're so thankful for each and every one of you guys. We look forward to connecting two weeks from today as we continue on this idea about the Disciple Makers Loop. I'm excited to get into it with each and every one of you. We'll connect real soon.